Hey, welcome my friends to just another captivating episode of Motivational Moments with Maria. I'm Crazy Coach Maria, your high performance coach. And let me just say, there are not enough words in the English language that express the immense thrill and honor I feel knowing you have chosen to tune in. Your feedback, your suggestions, your comments mean the world to me, and I encourage you to continue sharing them because together we are on an incredible journey of personal growth. And everyone on this earth has a purpose, and my purpose is to provide you with tools and inspiration that you need to stay a little more focused, a little more energetic, disciplined, positive, and enthusiastic. My goal always is to empower you to experience boundless fulfillment, excitement, and joy in every area of your life. Because I want you to wake up each morning with the knowledge that you've shown up, you're showing up as your best self, regardless of the challenges that may come our way, right? Because we all have challenges, and there have been so many lately. And in addition to all this, doing this podcast fuels my own energy, enthusiasm, and passion for the work I do. It is a constant reminder of the profound impact we can have on each other's lives as we embark on this journey of personal growth together. Listen, my peeps, at the end of the day, don't you want to say, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, I crushed it. It was a great day. We all do. So let's get on to today's subject because it's kind of interesting and I'm guilty of it. You're probably a little guilty of it. But last week or a couple weeks ago, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and she posed these questions. Why do people take so long and think others should solve their problems? Why is it so hard to light a fire under someone's ass? When and how do you light a fire under someone's ass without appearing to be a jerk? And I said, oh, that's really a great conversation. You probably guessed by now. It was, it was really great discussion. And I said, wait a minute, let's, let's consider an example that we could all relate to in life. Now, we do know that every year, every year, by April 15th, we have to file our taxes, right? We have to file our income taxes. And there are some exceptions like the COVID, you know, extensions that we all get, we all had. But surprisingly, statistics show that about 25% of people opt for extensions. So this raises the question, why do so many individuals delay this tax preparation? What's even more astonishing is when they're granted extensions, they wait until the 11th hour to submit their documents to their tax preparer. And then that puts an immense amount of pressure to meet the deadline. Okay? And then... It just puts immense amount of pressure on them, on the professionals that we're counting on to help us out. Or how about some of your work projects? Have you ever encountered a situation where your boss sets a deadline for the client, but you were given a part of the project to do and you wait until the last minute, the 11th hour to complete it, leaving no time for your boss to do revisions or approving it or make changes. You just go, I washed my hands of it. I had mine in on time. Now, we all know that effective leaders and managers, what they do, they anticipate these particular scenarios and they always give themselves a buffer. 
And I have learned this lesson over the years, becoming very much aware of the people I could rely on to be on time, to meet the deadlines, and those who tend to procrastinate and had have to light a fire under their ass to get them to finish. They procrastinate until the very last minute. And guess what? It all begins with your brain. Scientifically, okay, science explains procrastination as the fight. There's a fight that goes on between two parts of your brain when it has an unpleasant activity to do. So it's a battle of, I said, two parts of the brain. One is the limbic system, which is the unconscious zone that includes the pleasure center. And then there's the prefrontal cortex, which is a much more recently evolved part of the brain that's basically your internal planner. So when the limbic system wins, and by the way, it wins a lot, the result is putting off for tomorrow what could and should be done today, which offers some temporary relief from that unpleasant feeling of needing and for whatever reason, reason not wanting to do something. Okay, and so here's, here's a bit more scientific backup. So you can stop blaming yourself or your parents or your astrological sign and start chalking up procrastination to biology. Okay, talked about the limbic system. Oldest and most dominant portion of the brain. It's on automatic. Really? It's on automatic. It tells you, put your hand away from fire so you don't blow it. Uh, you don't burn it, excuse me. And also to flee from unpleasant tasks. It's that fight or flight syndrome. Now, it is set up to perform your basic survival instincts. It directs you to opt for immediate, I mean, immediate mood repair. And this was explained by Timothy Pitchell, PhD, psychology professor at Carleton University in Ottawa. And he wrote this great book. It's called The Procrastinator's Digest, a concise guide to solving the procrastination puzzle. Yes, and by the way, I'm guilty of it myself. Let me give you another example. I was supposed to record and send this podcast out last week, but I found my limbic system leaning more towards fun with my grandchildren, going to soccer matches, and I said, go have some fun. So here I am, a week later than I had originally planned because I procrastinated. Now let's talk about the prefrontal cortex, because it is a newer and weaker portion of the brain. And that's the part of the brain that allows you to integrate information and make decisions. Now, this is the part of the brain that really separates humans from animals. Now, the prefrontal cortex, located immediately behind the forehead, you know where we tap when we're trying to think? Yes, it gets the job done. But there's nothing automatic about its function. You have to, you have to kick it into gear. I have to sit down and write this book report. I have to sit down and do this financial report. I have to record this podcast. You have to kick it into gear. And the moment you are not consciously engaged in a task, your beautiful limbic system takes over. And you give in to what feels good. You start watching, watching Netflix and TV and doing anything else but the report that you're supposed to do. Oh, you procrastinate. And 
we also might procrastinate when we are unable to manage negative feelings around a task. So, for example, I have to do that report, but it's so boring. Oh, I have a little anxiety. I'm a little frustrated. I'm resentful. And I'm starting to doubt myself. All those things kick in and then we procrastinate. And somebody has to put a fire under your ass to get it moving. And who should that person be that's lighting the fire under your ass? It should be you. All right, so I I don't mean to be too tough on it, but I'm just laying the point that we got to engage ourselves. And procrastination is a common phenomenon that all of us experience. And the thing is, it negatively impacts our lives in so many ways. One of the first negative impacts of procrastinating is this increased stress and anxiety it can cause. So putting off important tasks until the last minute just gives you unnecessary pressure that you don't really need. And it can be detrimental to your mental and physical well-being. By the way, by procrastinating for prolonged periods of time, you tend to do incomplete or subpar work, which causes additional stress and anxiety. So quit doing this stuff, doing this to yourself. And, of course, what's another negative impact of procrastination? The loss of valuable time. When you postpone a task, you put yourself at a disadvantage by limiting the time available to complete it. And, as I said earlier, decreased quality of work and the inability to meet important deadlines. And this just has a ripple effect throughout your life. It can affect your relationships, it can affect your career, and of course, your personal growth. So to overcome procrastination, the first step is acknowledging the problem and its root cause. Reflecting on your motivation for procrastinating and identifying some of the the triggers is crucial in addressing and preventing it. Now, we can use several strategies to overcome it, such as breaking down tasks into smaller, more manageable chunks, setting clear goals and deadlines, and avoiding all the crazy distractions. Using tools such as time blocking, prioritization lists, and accountability partners may help alleviate some of your procrastination. And really what's important is the rewards of overcoming procrastination cannot, the rewards cannot be overstated. Reduce stress, increase productivity, improve quality of work, and you have timely action can promote growth, growth and development in all aspects of our lives. So taking these steps to overcome procrastination, you begin to realize your full potential. You build strong relationships. You achieve your goals and you live a fulfilling life. And man, you just feel like, geez, that was a great day. Geez, Louise, I feel good. I got it done. Now, one of my favorite uh, mentors, Brian Tracy, wrote a great book about procrastination. I love the title, Eat That Frog, 21 Great Ways to Stop Procrastination. Remember, This is a learned skill, and we can acquire the necessary habits through rinse and repeat. Yes, rinse and repeat. My message this week is clear. Quit waiting and get on with what you have to do. Your health and well-being will thank you. 
Now I know, because oh, you tell me, you have friends that need to hear this message. So go ahead and hit the share button. Do it now. Why wait? Don't procrastinate. My friends, thanks for listening in today. If you have any comments or suggestions, message me on Facebook, Coaching with Maria. I love your notes. I love your words of encouragement. And I am just so grateful that you tune in. So until next time, quit procrastinating, stay focused, stay positive, continue to find new ways of having fun, and no matter what you choose to be, do, or have, do it with passion. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.